Today, we are especially, especially blessed to have with us some very dear friends, the Robinette family. And uh, the Robinette family, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. And some of you may have already read the book, Radically Apostolic. This was written by Brother Charles Robinette. And if you haven't, it's an amazing book. It tells the stories. It gives miraculous accounts of the things God has allowed him to see through many years of ministry all across the world. And he does preach the gospel, he and his family, around the world. They aren't going to be able to stay long today because as soon as they finish here, they've got to go get on a plane and fly to Ethiopia where they're going to be laying the groundwork for the crusades that we're going to be having down the road in that great nation where God has poured out His Spirit and is going to pour out His Spirit in an even greater measure. Amen. It's rare, it's rare that our brother and sister Robinette and their daughters are on this continent Amen. But they are today, and they're with us here at Tree of Life Church. He is bold. He is passionate. He is radically apostolic, and we want him to come and take his liberty today. Would you receive him with a warm hand clap of appreciation? Well, come on. Why don't you clap your hands to the Lord? Come on. If you came with faith, you ought to shout a little bit. You ought to clap your hands and lift your voice and come on, somebody. God is in this place. Hallelujah. What a high honor it is to be here today. And certainly it is in our heart's desire to to be here longer and spend more time with you great apostolic people but to be here today is a great great honor and to be here with brother and sister urshan who we esteem so highly and the lord one of god's very elite apostolic kingdom voices and as he stood up here and began to make those statements, those, those statements he made about the outpouring of the Spirit that is going to happen in Ethiopia, that was a word of prophecy. As he began to seed the atmosphere, something began to stir, not just in Ethiopia, but here in Cincinnati. I love this man of God. I love his precious wife. So humbled that the Lord has allowed us to have this partnership of faith. How many are thankful for the partnership of faith? To be aligned with people that love what he loves. And mm, what a great, and to see brother and sister Enos. Some of God's just finest apostolic people. Anything, anything right with us is because of the Enuses. Anything wrong with us was because they went on deputation. We love brother and sister Enos just at such a critical point, critical juncture in our lives 
brother and sister Enos came into, I guess that would have been 1994. The Lord brought brother and sister Enos into a young soldier's life. And I didn't have much discipline back then. Now I've got too much. That's brother Enos's fault too. He made me measure the chairs. And I learned you do things right the first time, you don't have to do it twice. And uh, I love brother Enos and sister Enos so very much. But what a joy it is to be a part of the greatest hour of the church and to see the outpouring of the Spirit like no other generation has ever seen it before. Aren't you excited to be a part of the greatest hour of the church? Last weekend, we had the privilege to be in Palm Bay, Florida with both of our dear friend, Pastor David Myers, and they do an annual outpourings weekend in Palm Bay, and in those three nights of services, God filled 74 with the gift of the Holy Ghost, 27 were baptized in Jesus' name, and over 60 people testified of miraculous healings in their bodies, their minds, their emotions. And two Sundays ago, we were in Life Point Church in Apia, in the nation of Samoa, where God filled in that small assembly eight more with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Ten more were baptized in Jesus' name. That same Sunday, we got on a, a, a van and went over to the Pentecostals of Sinamoga, and in that church, God filled another 42 with the gift of the Holy Ghost, 37 more were baptized in Jesus' name. Over 50 testified of notable miracles. The next morning, we got on a boat, traveled to the island of Savai near Samoa, where in another small assembly, God filled 24 more people with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Nine more baptized in Jesus' name. 43 more testified of miracles. We returned back to the main island, Samoa, for a Friday and Saturday night service in the park where hundreds gathered to hear the name of Jesus. But not just a bunch of believers gathered, but the president, the prime minister of the nation of Samoa had heard that there was going to be a gathering in the park. and. She came and sat on the platform with us. She didn't do the political thing where you show up, have a cameo appearance, and leave before anything gets too hot. But she stayed for the worship, stayed for the prayer, stayed for the preaching, 
stayed for the altar call and at the end of the service she came and grabbed me by my hands and said preacher never in my life have I felt something as powerful as this thing that you call the Holy Ghost she said I can tell that what you have is real the end of that service 155 Samoans were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost in the middle of the park got on a plane after that service went over to the nation of Australia had a service with those precious people, 37 more filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Matter of fact, God is giving the nation of Australia a revival amongst the professional rugby players. And friend, you never seen people this big before. But there were like two whole rows of massive Samoan Australian looking men but when the spirit began to move, Brother Urshan, there was no pride, no fear, no excuses, nobody saying, well, this ain't my religion. But all of a sudden, these big, strong rugby men got into the aisle and made their way to an altar. In a matter of seconds, 37 filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now we're hearing of this outpouring of the Spirit on Asbury University campus that has now spread to over 20 more universities across North America where chapels are being filled to capacity. And the reports are coming back that over 10,000 and some places over 20,000 people are standing in the open air with their hands up calling on the name of the Lord. Mass amounts of people being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I have heard people describing these outpourings as amazing, Pastor. That word amazing literally means to be greatly surprised as if you did not expect it. It means to have great wonder as if you don't believe it. To be greatly astonished as if it's impossible for this to happen. It means to be shocked by this unexpected move of God. And I mean no offense to anybody in this building, but I am not amazed. 
I am not surprised by what God is doing in these last days. I am not surprised that on Wednesday night, Pastor, there was an outpouring in your sanctuary where people are speaking with other tongues just like the Bible says. not surprised I'm not astonished by the outpouring of the Holy Ghost that we are witnessing globally I'm not shocked when somebody gets up out of a wheelchair I'm not unexpected this is not unexpected to me somebody is miraculously healed of cancer when diabetes just takes takes off and runs out of the building I'm not astonished when pain leaves somebody's body this great end time outpouring this great global harvest this great manifestation of miracles that we are witnessing is neither a surprise or a shock prophetic word of the Lord declared in Haggai chapter 2 and verse 9, the glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. The prophetic word of the Lord declared in Acts chapter 2, it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all the prophetic word of the Lord declared in Mark chapter 16 verse 17 these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So this morning, it doesn't matter how long you've been sick. It doesn't matter what the doctors have told you. It doesn't matter what kind of hell you've been facing. How many demons have been attacking you. Was on the phone yesterday I don't know how to start preaching so sit down I know brother Urshan is an expert at this preaching stuff he's got to teach me I don't really know how to just start I feel like you just start I was on the phone yesterday with the missionary to Montenegro and his precious wife, some of God's very elite apostolic people, people that love the truth, people of great faith. And they called me and said, Brother Robinette, we are getting ready to go into a very critical uh, point of elections in our nation. And they said, you know, they're saying, if the elections go one way, it'll cripple revival. 
But if the elections go another way, it will release revival. They said, would you call and, and come on this meeting with us and bring some intercessors and would you pray with us that the elections will go God's way? But when I got on that phone call, the spirit of prophecy broke loose. And God said, you tell my people in Montenegro, kingdom multiplication and kingdom harvest and kingdom revival is never tied to human elections. Kingdom multiplication, kingdom harvest and kingdom revival is only tied to my word. Come on, believers, if you believe the word of God, it doesn't matter what the doctor said. That's why the word of the Lord went on to say in Isaiah 43 and 13, he said, yes, from this time, for from the first existence of day and from this day forth, I am he. And at the end of that verse, it said, I will work and who can hinder it? Who can hinder it? It said, who can reverse it? Who can delay it? What God was trying to tell us is, it doesn't matter who gets elected, who gets in office, what you're going through, what man has said. God said, I'm going to work in these last days and no one... That's why God spoke through the prophet Isaiah. He said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. God said, the words that come out of my mouth, they cannot return void. That literally means this. It is impossible for the prophetic word of God to have no effect upon your situation. But it is also impossible for the severity of your situation to have any effect upon the prophetic word of God. So no matter what you're going through today, it doesn't matter how long you've been enduring this trial, how uh, this affliction has affected you, how struggles have piled up in your life. It does not matter. God will work now. God said, 
when my prophetic word is spoken into the atmosphere the prophetic word of God will cause you to advance it will cause you to prosper it will cause you to succeed it will begin a good work in you it will release the outpouring of the spirit upon your life the prophetic word of God will miraculously heal your mind it will miraculously heal your emotions it will miraculously heal your body it will miraculously fill you with joy unspeakable and full full of glory that's why King David rightly discerned. He said in Psalm 107, when they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, God saveth them out of their distresses. That's why in verse 20 he said, he sent his word. Did you get that? He said, when my people cried, I didn't send a doctor, I didn't send a counselor. God said, I sent the only thing that cannot be hindered, that cannot be reversed, that cannot be delayed, and can Somebody ought to get on your feet and shout. God said, when my people had a need I didn't send them to the hospital I didn't send them to the pharmacy he said I just sent my word and when my word hit the atmosphere when my prophetic word got a hold of them it healed them delivered them that's why David went on to say oh that man would praise the Lord he said because you understand the power, the irreversible, undeniable, uncontestable power of his word. You don't have to wait for a result to say, oh, I praise you because I know where my help comes. The prophetic word of God. It's in the atmosphere right now. I said the prophetic word of God is in the atmosphere right now. God is going to heal you today. God is going to deliver you. God is going to break the yoke. God is going to change your life. And if you believe it, you ought to stand up and clap your hands and shout yes. If you believe in the power of the word, you ought to shout. (sighs) 
when God opens his mouth creative power fills the atmosphere and everything changes when God speaks the word God's word destroys every cancer cell when God's word is released in the atmosphere it causes every ounce of pain to leave your body immediately God's word breaks forth diabetes has to run away and flee it cannot stay when God opens his mouth and speaks fear depression discouragement is broken at his word MS diab- uh, diabetes disabilities doesn't matter what it is when God's word breaks forth all of a sudden every ounce of doubt is broken every ounce of uncertainty is destroyed God's word breaks forth and when it does there are no limitations from the beginning God established the certainty of his word in Genesis 1 and 3 when God said let there be light friends there was no hesitation there was no delay there was no council meeting to decide what let there be light meant there just was light God spoke and the prophetic word of the Lord said it was so darkness instantly rolled back you get to Genesis 1 and 6 when God said let the waters be divided the Bible goes on to clarify the result of that statement it simply said and it was so Genesis 1 and 9, God releases his word again into the atmosphere. And the Bible just just makes the statement, and it was so. Genesis 1 and 11, God released the word again. And the Bible said, and it was so. Again, Genesis 1, 12 through 15 All the way through verse 24, God releases his word over and over again. And the Bible ends this creative declaration with a simple, and it was so. Then in John chapter 1. The Bible reveals in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 3, all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Then you get down to verse 14 and the Bible, that prophetic word of God reveals God became flesh and dwelt among us. 
and Paul speaking of the word becoming flesh declared in 1 Timothy chapter 3 God was manifest in the flesh justified in the spirit seen of angels preached If you love that one God message, you ought to get on your feet and shout the name of Jesus. Come on, come on believers. If you know there's but one God, Just stay standing with me. I'm almost done. Oh, our musicians can come on back. God was manifest in the flesh. Justified in the spirit. Seen of angels. Preached unto the Gentiles. Believed on in the world. Received up into glory. Paul clarifies the intent and identity of this incarnation when he spoke of the power of Jesus in Colossians chapter 1. When in verse 14... Speaking of Jesus, he said, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him. Paul went on to say, and he is before all things. And by him, and by him, all things consist. Verse 18, he is the head of the body, the church. Mm. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things... He might have the preeminence. In God becoming flesh. In that incarnation. God becoming flesh. There was absolutely no dilution of power. In that incarnation. God becoming flesh. There was no division or separation of kingdom authority. There was no council established. There was no little God, big God, small. Nothing like that. In that incarnation, God becoming flesh. Oh, the fullness. The fullness of the Godhead bodily. That means Jesus, the Word, God becoming flesh, has all power, all authority, all dominion. That's why the living Word 
the prophetic word of God. God manifest in the flesh. That incarnation, Jesus Christ, continued without hindrance, without resistance, to demonstrate the power of the prophetic word of God. Jesus commands demons to flee. And at his word, it was so. Jesus commands lepers to be cleansed. And at his word, it was so. Jesus commanded the dead to live again. And at the prophetic word, it was so. Commands the lame to walk. No hesitation, no delay, no council meeting. Just a word. And everything was settled. The lame get up and walk. The blind begin to see. The deaf begin to hear. Fevers begin to break. Withered hands are restored and made whole. It was so. That's why Paul said, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So here we are, standing in the presence of the prophetic word of God. God becoming flesh. Jesus Christ standing in this room, the presence of the King of kings and the Lord of lords in this room. That same God that poured out his spirit in Samoa where 266 Samoans were filled with the Holy Ghost and the president of a nation's life was changed forever. That same God that was in Palm Bay last Sunday that was here on Wednesday night that same living word is in this room right now. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? The same living word is here now. So listen to me. Just a moment, I'm going to open up this altar. And when I open this altar, I want every person in this room to quickly come and gather in this altar and stand with me for just a moment. When I open up this altar, I want you to take somebody by the hand, look them in the eye and say, we've got nothing to lose. You look at them and say, we have everything to gain. When I open this altar, I want you to move quickly. Don't hesitate. Don't delay. But you take somebody by the hand and you say, come on, we've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Let's go. Are you ready? 
I want everybody to get a hold of somebody and say, come on, quickly. We've got nothing to lose, everything to gain, and quickly move and gather in this altar. Quickly, quickly gather. Quickly, quickly. Push your way in. Please don't stop in the aisles. Push your way in. There's others that want to get in. Please make room for everybody. Get as close as you can get. There's so many people coming. Try to, try to get as close as you can. All of our ministers, prayer leaders, all of our elders that pastor uses to pray for people, come on the platform with me. Sister Robinette, come on the platform with me. and say it is so say it is so say it is so say it is so you to look them right in the eye and say I declare to you it is so seed the atmosphere with that prophetic word say God said it is so Listen to me. Put your hands down just a minute. If you came here today with pain in your body, sickness in your body, you're struggling emotionally, mentally, spiritually. If you came needing deliverance, freedom, victory, I want you to lift up a hand right now. Don't put it down. Just lift it up. Just lift it up. I want you to lift up your head. You look at that hand and just say, hear the word of the Lord. It is so. down put your hands down just a minute if you're here today and you have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence 
of speaking with other tongues you have nothing to be ashamed of you are literally right where God wants you to be do you realize that everybody everywhere is getting the Holy Ghost right now whether they're Baptist Presbyterian Catholic Lutheran atheist agnostic they're just getting the Holy Ghost why because God loves you so much that he doesn't care how you have identified yourself loves you so much that he's gonna fill you with the power of his spirit why because the Bible says that the Holy Ghost will lead you and guide you into all truth so God is filling everybody with the Holy Ghost so the revelation of truth can come upon you some stories and I don't have time but I, let me just tell you this this year I've been on the plane many times with a very prominent if I said this dude's name you'd go oh my god three times on three different airplanes sitting next to the same preacher on TBN On the third time he looked me in the eye and he said he said brother Robinette he said only God could do this you know what I said to him I said you are absolutely right I said because you have access to people I don't have access to but God is gonna fill you up with the Holy Ghost so that the truth will overtake you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet friends there are big things happening right now and there's going to be big things happen today so if you have never received the Holy Ghost no big deal you're about to join the family that's growing by the millions all over the world so if you have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost would you lift up a hand high just lift it up high some back here some in the middle some in this area some here some right here some here some here some here some all the way in this area listen to me I want you to turn to somebody next to you and just say I'm getting the Holy Ghost today say it I'm getting the Holy Ghost today tell somebody say I'm gonna speak with other tongues just like the Bible said happening to me 
So here's what we're gonna do. In just a moment, we're gonna do five things together. Now we're running out of time. I can, I'm looking at the clock right now. I've gotta meet Bishop Stark at his house at 3 p.m. Y'all do the math. Westerville, Ohio. All right, we're gonna do five things together. First thing we're gonna do when I tell you to, everybody in this room is gonna lift up their hands high. Would you do that with me? Nothing to be ashamed of. When you lift up your hands, it's a sign, it's a sign of surrender. You're saying, God, I'm done running from you. I'm done fighting you. I am ready to step in to your word, to your power, to your authority. When you lift up your hands, you're saying, God, I'm holding nothing back. This is my moment. I'm not leaving the same way I came. This is my moment. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm free. I'm filled. I'm changed. Put your hands down. The second thing we're going to do when I tell you to, everybody in this place is going to close their eyes. And we're not going to open up our eyes again until God fills us up with the Holy Ghost and our tongue begins to tremble and sounds begin to come out that you've never made before. When those sounds begin to flow, son, that's when you're gonna open your eyes and you're gonna begin to rejoice and you're gonna go, I got it, I got it. It was so. Third thing we're gonna do, we lift our hands and close our eyes we're going to lift up our head high why because you can't get anything good from God with your head hanging down when you hang your head it's a sign of shame fear and doubt but when you square those shoulders and lift up your head it's a sign of boldness courage and faith and you're saying God I'm not leaving the same way I came close our eyes lift our head everybody in this room is going to repent of our sins out loud now don't get nervous that does not mean that you have to shout out loud every evil thing you've done wrong somebody say thank you Jesus please don't do that but with sincerity and with remorse you ought to say God I am sorry. You know everything I've done. I've made mistakes. And I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The Bible said if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us. forgiven, clean, 
new, whole. When you start to do that, you're going to feel rivers of living water begin to build up in your belly. And those same rivers are going to move up into your chest. And then all of a sudden, like you felt kneeling down at this altar, you're going to feel this explosion beginning to rise up inside of you. Your lips are going to want to tremble. Your tongue is going to want to tremble. And your great pastor and I, we're going to speak the word of faith. And when you hear us shout, hallelujah, that is the moment that God is going to heal you, deliver you, free you, break every yoke. Deliverance is going to overtake you. When I shout hallelujah, you're going to feel victory begin to fill you. When I shout hallelujah, I want everybody in this place to shout hallelujah as loud as you can. And the moment you shout hallelujah, that will be the last words of English you speak in this altar today. The moment you shout hallelujah, those rivers are going to bubble up and bubble over. And your tongue is going to begin to tremble. And new sounds are going to come out of your mouth. And joy unspeakable and full of glory will overtake you. And the pain that you came with, it's going to leave your body. The fear, the lies of the enemy will be broken. You will know God has healed you, delivered you, and filled you with His power. Are you ready for God to do it? Are you ready? Every hand up raised right now. Every eye closed. Every head uplifted. I want you to open up your mouths with me. I want you to lift up your voice. And with boldness, let's ask God to forgive us of our sins. I'm sorry. God, wash me. God, wash me. God, cleanse me. God, forgive me. God, I'm sorry. God, I've made mistakes. God, I'm sorry. Wash my mind. Wash my heart. Wash my spirit. Forgive me. That's it. That's it. Here it comes. Get ready to shout. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. By the authority of the Word of God. By the power of the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Receive the word of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
if you came here today and you had never received the Holy Ghost never spoken with other tongues but in this altar today you felt the word get a hold of you and all of a sudden as you begin to pray your tongue began to tremble and some new sounds came out you never made before maybe it was a little bit maybe it was a lot that doesn't matter that's the evidence of the spirit inside of you so if today god filled you with the Holy Ghost for the very first time ever. I want you to lift up a hand high. If you got the Holy Ghost today, lift up a hand high. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Anybody else get the Holy Ghost today? Back in the back, nine. Anybody else get the Holy Ghost for the very first time? I think we ought to thank God for nine people being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now listen, maybe you came in here with pain in your body. Maybe you came in here with an attack in your mind, your spirit, your emotions. Maybe you came in, you're battling things. I want you just to move around a little bit. See how you feel. Go ahead, don't be afraid to move. You ought to see, has God touched me? If God has touched your body, if God's touched your mind, if you can tell there's a victory in me, why don't you lift up a hand and just, just wave it a little bit. Just wave it a little bit. Look around you. There's a reason to celebrate the world. One last thing, if you're here today and you have never been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, maybe you were baptized as a baby, you don't even know what they said, somebody else made that decision for you, maybe when you were baptized they said in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Friends, I have two beautiful daughters. Don't look. You look. Why did you look? I have two beautiful. Look straight ahead. Right here, buddy. Eyes. This Ohio. Everybody carries a gun. I have two beautiful daughters. I'm a father, but that's not my name. I've got a mama, and every once in a while she calls me son when I'm in trouble, but that is not my name. If you 
were baptized in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, that is not the saving name. The saving name is Jesus Christ because Jesus is the Father and Jesus is the Son and Jesus is the Holy Ghost that's inside of you. You have never been baptized in Jesus name do not make the mistake of leaving this place today the Bible said that you become a new creature in Christ Jesus when you are buried with Christ in that watery grave of baptism and you come up out of that water with a new name how do you know what I'm talking about when you get that name of Jesus declared over you and all things are passed away and behold, all things become new. If you have never been baptized in Jesus' name, here is water. What are you waiting on? This is the moment. Is there anybody here today that would like... place. Let's praise the Lord a little bit. Let's celebrate a little
Yeah.